on the slab soon enough. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome to the slab. Woo! I'll get y'all one of these fucking days, I swear to God. Anyways, tonight's episode's all about creature features, featuring of the creatures. What makes them, what's our favorite, what makes it bad, what makes it good. And our co-hosts tonight are going to be Chris and Bobby. Josh is sick. Poor Josh. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> creature features. We'll do some favorites. What's everybody's top three favorite creature features? I'll go first, I guess. Uh, I don't really have an order, but uh, Gremlins, Godzilla, and Jurassic Park. Let's put those in my top three. Okay. And just like we were discussing earlier before we hit record, uh, Jurassic Park. The whole franchise. Yeah, the franchise is in a hole because it doesn't really start becoming a creature feature until like the second, third movie. And then then it's before that, it was just a history lesson. So <laughs> why not to bring these fuckers back? Yes. How about you, Chris? Um. I'm going to have to go with King Kong, Starship Troopers, and probably Creature from the Black Lagoon. Good choices. Like old black and white. Good choices. Creature from the Black Lagoon. I fucking love that movie, especially how the underwater scenes were actually shot underwater. Uh Uh-huh. And, like, the creature was a fucking professional diver and shit. No, it, it's a fantastic underrated movie. Like, it has a... It has a cult following, but... I think a lot of the older movie... A lot of the older creature flicks like that do. I would like to see... Especially Abbott and Costello. I would like to see Creature of the Black Lagoon be redone by Guillermo del Toro. Oh, definitely. I think he yeah. would pay it very perfect justice. Mm-hmm. I I can see that, but also didn't he already do that in the shape of water? No, no, no. That was grinding Nemo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's where that that creature design more or less came from. No, no. That that was really des- heavily designed off of uh off of Abe from Hellboy, which is another del toro movie yes so i'm i'm pretty sure he took some inspiration uh, who was from the guy, yeah. who, who what's the name of the guy that played abe he played like um pretty, Jones, pretty much Jones. pretty much any other monster yeah. you could think of he played it yeah i know who you're talking about but still like i'd love to see an hd remake of it make maybe oh, yeah. a you know, just in that Del Toro fucking fashion, I think that would be absolutely astounding. Mm-hmm. Um, Off topic a little bit, but um, speaking of Del, T- Del Toro, Cabinet of Curiosities. Yes, I've way. been watching it. That is a very mm. good anthology show. Oh my god, it is extremely captivating. 
nice and gory. <laughs> they hang full dong. I like I like the fact that every single episode is a different director too. Yeah, and he and he announces the director yeah. right in the beginning. I he like the statues he uses with the directors as well. I like that he doesn't use the star power behind it. Right, He's right. He's just like, this is by this director. And I'm like, I respect that so much. Like, he just plays the role of the narrator, but essentially. I have not got into that show yet. It's definitely worth watching. Mm-hmm. But uh, back to what Chris said. His name is Doug Jones. Doug, Doug Jones, Jones. Yes, yes. yes. Big okay. up to Doug Jones, by the way. So my three favorite creature features are going to be the kaiju franchises. So you're looking at your Rodans, your um, Pacific Rim, all that. Something that could be considered as a kaiju. Um, Mothra, believe it or not. Okay. Because me it, that that has like a special place to me because we used to rent um, all the Godzilla franchises at the library years ago because they were the only place that we could find that carried all the Toho Godzillas that were never being aired. So the we watched them all. Yeah, Morrison Reeves here in oh, town. Oh, nice. It was VHSs, and we ended up getting Mothra and Mistake of um, Son of Godzilla. Yeah. And we loved the movie because it's, you know, it's connected in the same universe. And the little, you know, twin singing fairies, Mothra! Like, we, we would do that shit as a joke to each other all the time. Because we just kept going back and renting that movie and renting that movie and renting that movie, and it was just fun. So that movie holds a place in my heart, but because of that same reason, the Godzilla franchise is obviously my number one. Call me basic bitch, I don't care. I grew up on it. I even like the newer Godzilla movies, except for 1998, Bobby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's one of your favorite movies. It, it, that was the first Godzilla movie I ever got into, because of course, big and it, they were like, hey, let's try it here in America. It didn't turn out so well, apparently. Bobby's the patriot of our group, peoples. <laughs> America! Well, see, like, even the newer Godzilla movies, I absolutely love. And I have a new love for King Kong, to be completely honest. Oh, because fucking King Kong, man. Because of the new movies. It, what's got me into them, too. It, it, it's not that. It's, um... <clears throat> I like how they explained their way out of the size continuity for King Kong. Mm-hmm. Because if you look back, like King Kong climbed the Empire State Building and it took him a while. Mm-hmm. Like he was only like five stories tall, whereas Godzilla was as tall as a skyscraper. It was like right then and there, squash him, kill him. But just like how everything was explained was that particular time he was a baby. They stole a Kong baby from Skull Island. And mm-hmm. when he escaped and got brought back to Skull Island is when he grew because his environment let him grow. And that that does explain that that does break that does explain that continuity error. How he got bigger and how his species is known for being gigantic like that and I was like, okay, that makes more sense now. And they didn't make him a bitch in Kong versus Godzilla. Yeah, he got bitch slapped a lot. 
He did. He got he got smoked. Got his ass whooped. He caught them hands. He did. But he also fought he also beat Mecha Godzilla. And let me explain how he did that. <laughs> Cuz you'd think like Mecha Godzilla was whipping on Godzilla's ass. Like that he was spanking that green boy. That's exactly what Mecha Godzilla was designed for. It was not designed to handle Kong at all. It wasn't designed on that speed and that flexibility and that more 3D motion that Kong can move around, and it just failed. It was more designed like Godzilla to fight Godzilla, and it was not designed to fight Kong like Godzilla. Because Godzilla's used to it. God, that, that's the issue. Godzilla's used to fighting, like, there's an entire history behind the Godzilla clan and the Kong clan. They are very used to fighting each other. Like, extremely used to fighting each other. So that that's always interested in me. Because in the new movie, I love how they didn't make Kong a bitch. Like, mm-hmm. yes, he lost. But in the same vein, he won. And people were pissed off about that. Like, oh, well, the original movie, Kong beat the shit out of Godzilla. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, yeah, and? This isn't the original movie, though. Like, in the original movie, he just rampaged through Japan, then got shot a bunch of times by cannons, and then driven back into the water. Like, that's the original Godzilla movie. That shit didn't happen in the remake. It was just, he came up, he he came, he saw, he fucked up, he came again, then left. That's a lot of coming. Exactly. (laughs) Shin Godzilla. Love that fucking movie. As goofy as that Godzilla looks, he's still a bad son of a bitch. Like, he's googly-eyed Godzilla, but Jesus Christ, I love him. I like, like the Godzilla from the Jackass Forever remake. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that being said, Bobby and I have a uh, fucking creature feature to talk about that's on the uh, flip side. We'll get to that, but what what are some bad ones in y'all's opinions? Like, we did the good, let's do the bad. Want to lead us off there, Bobo? Like in any criteria, or well, just creature features. Like what? What bad creature features have we seen that we personally want to talk about? So my uh, my number three because I'm doing three, two, one. Yeah, my three, two, one. Sorry, I was laying over trying to read. Um, so my it's not really a in the loser category. I just like the other ones better. Mm-hmm. But King Kong's mid tier. Okay. Starting the bad. That's fine. Quote unquote bad for me. That's fine. Then aliens. I like I said, I don't really have a top or bottom. This is just Aliens wasn't your thing. Yeah, like I liked it, but I preferred the other aliens with the laser pointers. Oh, predators. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying not to say it because Maybe a future episode. Who knows? It's going to be a future episode. We we are just going to straight talk been about confirmed yeah. future episode. Yeah, we are going I prefer to predators more than aliens. Oh, absolutely. And then uh, my my worst of the worst, fucking anaconda. I and you know anaconda's on my bottom three as well. Um, I think it's a um, 
a memorable movie because of Ice Cube and Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. And for the time, them using a <clears throat> them using a practical an- animatronic looked great, but then them using CGI. What he looked like a giant pile of poop. Yeah, trying to wrapping put, around trying things. to put CGI on top of uh, already animatronic. I, I I just feel like they didn't have the best people on the job for that. No. Like even back then, I thought the animatronic looked like shit, and that was part of the reason why I was okay watching it. Of course, back then I didn't have the issue with snakes. I do now. There was yeah. a, there was a lot of scenes where I thought it was just like a giant log. Well, see, like you also got to think about it this way for our viewers out there. Bobby is extremely terrified of snakes. Chris like, has like, his like, like what like whatever the name of the phobia is for snakes, Bobby like they have they have Bobby's picture next to it. Yeah, <laughs> it is. But if it tells you how like, bad like, of like a, if you know. he went, if he went to a doctor to get tested for this fear. The doctor would be like, why the fuck are you putting this man through this torture? But if it tells you how bad Anaconda is, this man sat through it. Yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding me? And it's I, that terrible. It didn't even I, scare somebody who was already pre And I have scared. seen this man go into a panic attack because he saw a snake on the TV. I, irrational fears, yo. Didn't always have them. I used to hang out with giant ball pythons and corn snakes and shit. Just that switch flipped and then broke. <laughs> this is like needles. Like, I, I can't explain. Like, I can almost pinpoint it down, but, like, no, I'm fucking, fucking terrified of needles. But the, Like, say, the, it's, like, so I understand it. Like, yeah. needles, I'll pass out if I see one. Like, I was at a friend's house the other day, and... All I saw was the back end of the syringe on his countertop. And I stopped him mid-conversation just as rude as I could. I was like, motherfucker, wait. What is that? He looked at it. He goes, oh, no, 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 no. I ain't on that shit. I ain't on that shit. It's a, it, it's from, it's for my, my daughter. It's a little baby syringe. And I'm like, I don't care if you're on that shit or not. That's your problem. I was wondering if there was a needle attached to the fucking end of that, because I was getting ready to leave the fucking house <laughs> and, like, go home. I mm no. He goes, no, 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 I wouldn't do that to you. I wouldn't do that to you. I'm like, I understand that, but... Sometimes, yeah, forget. This is your one there. and only warning, motherfucker. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no, I don't, no, Joey's the one that gets violent. I'm the one that passes the fuck out like a bitch. I've seen Joey almost punch a girl over a pen that looked like a needle. Yeah. Like, like she had these pens, and she had this pen. And, and they're syringe shaped. Like, yeah. Wait, it, wasn't it, that your ex-wife? Yeah, that was. <laughs> and, she, and she, uh, they got them off of like online or something like that. They looked like syringes, and she handed. It, and Joey's like, "I need a pen." She's like, "Here, I got one." He went and turned around and saw his fist ball up and his arm cocked back, and I was like, "Oh shit!" No, that 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 was my ex-wife. He did that too. That was Kaylee. Because I remembered her getting those pins because she was studying for nursing and shit. Yeah. And she's a smartass like the rest of us. <laughs> but um, any, moving forward. So, like, Chris, do you have a, uh, like, fuck these creature features, don't watch them movies? Um, I honestly can't really say I have any I don't like. 
Like, obviously, there's a lot of them that are just corny as shit. But. Sharknado. Yeah, but. I like corny shit. So. <laughs> and that's. I, I like Sharknado. <laughs> God. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it it's is a good laugh. It, it's a good laugh Guys, for me. Yeah, I think both y'all need to take COVID tests because your fucking lack of taste is obvious. <laughs> <laughs> I never claim to have taste in the first place. I mean, we all know I'm a comedy buff as it is. No, I know, I it's, know. It's just a really good laugh. I see the appeal in the movies. Yeah. I just don't like him personally. Isn't so, uh, uh, what's his name? Hoffman. Uh, Baywatch. What's... Oh, don't hassle the Hoff, David man. Yeah. Hasselhoff? Hasselhoff. Yeah. I don't know why I said that. Isn't he in one of or yeah, two of them? I think so. I'm not, I don't fucking know. But, so I have a list here. Uh, number three is Anaconda, for the reasons I stated previously. Number two is <coughs> fucking Jaws 3. I forgot they made sequels to that. Oh, yeah, it is. Ugh, no. Hell no. And my number one, like, fuck this creature feature, Snow Beast. Oh! (laughs) Fucking made in 1977. You see a small glimpse of the Halloween mask that is the snow. Man, that movie just all... You had a good premise... But they cheaped way the fuck out on it. <laughs> like, we're just going to have this bad acting over here for an hour and 15 minutes of the movie, show the mask for like three seconds in total, at and then the end the At the very end, and then end the movie in the most unsatisfying fucking note. Fuck that movie! Uh, that was like the worst half hour me and you have ever spent watching a movie. And we watched Slacks. Yeah. I still slacks is number one in my book all round. <laughs> You're goading me on. I'm not falling for it. So now that we got our worst of the worsts out of the way, what makes what makes a good creature feature to you? Like in your personal opinion, the. Uh... Whether it be the special effects, like makeup and artistry, or whether it be the CGI or the animation, so just wh- the, uh... whatever, whatever, whatever platform they use for the creature, I wanted to look good so the visual visualization yeah visually i'm i'm real big on visuals okay i can definitely get behind that you can't have a good you can't have a good creature feature without the creature looking good yeah like Like like, if it looks like shit or if it looks like a you know man wearing a rubber suit then you're just kind of like yeah i i don't want to see a mask and like some semi-professional makeup yeah, like, you want to see a creature, you know? Yeah, like, I want to see, like, the time invested, like, the mold, like, making the fucking molds for, like, the suits and, you know, or even the, if act- it's the like- actor or the actress sitting six hours in makeup, you know, getting this fucking yeah. suit on and then having to walk around for, like, another, like, seven or eight, 
you know. Or, or even if it's like, you know, in, like in Creep Show when they had that like little monkey man creature. Oh, every, found everything in Creep Show was just done yeah, amazing. It, it, it's like, it's like even if it's just really good, like puppeteered like that. Yeah. Speaking of, we will be Puppet covering fran- yeah, we will be covering oh. franchises here pretty soon, people. Um, first one up, we've decided is going to be Puppet Master franchise. We're going to talk about it, its creation, its supposed downfall, and its rebirth. So stay tuned for that. But anyways, back to creature features. What makes it for me is the directing. Because if you don't direct it like a creature feature, it's not a creature feature. Yeah. Like, you have to have that mass panic and that hysteria or that that sense of loss. Sneeze coming up. Bless you. Or that that sense of loss or that, that sense of helplessness behind it. Like, you you have to have that. Otherwise, to me, it's just not a creature feature. Like, it doesn't feel like one. Even though things fall under all the parameters of it, if it doesn't feel like a creature feature to me, it's not one. Yeah. And I guess for me, uh, it has to have an actual creature in it. Like, right. Yeah. Snakes, a monkey, a giant lizard, dinosaurs, aliens, all that. that. It had to have some non humanoid creature for me. Yeah. Now here's something just to kind of extend on to that. What is. At least your definition. What is a, like? What makes it just a creature? Um, now, like King Kong in the newer movies, he has higher intelligence, able to make weapons, shit like that. More Planet of the Apes style, in yeah. my opinion. But like m- most of mine that are a material has some kind of animal, like anaconda. And Jurassic Park, okay. those are actual creatures. Well, some say dinosaurs didn't exist, but they're wrong. Huh. <laughs> you're right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> we won't get on the discussion right now. <laughs> I, I mean, I really don't have an argument to that, so. <laughs> but it just, for me, the animal aspect is since we're mainly uh, horror t- types around here, that's more or less creepy to me. Yeah, like, and that like lead, actual animals. Like, that leads into, like, you know, Jaws and yeah. Deep Blue Sea and Lake Placid. And just, like, these are normal-ass animals, but they're either slightly bigger or they have, like, a higher intelligence. Yeah. So it makes it a creature feature because that's just not normal. Like, you know, the great white, the size of Jaws was not normal, you know, or the Megalodon was just, you know, fuck, that's a creature feature. And, yeah, you know, like the Kraken, you know, 50,000 leagues under the sea, giant squids and, you know, just shit like that. Those are good creature features. And like you said, you know, they are amongst the top. Like you can't go wrong. I mean, you can, but you can't go wrong with something that's well done and you're just slightly increasing the intelligence and size of an already normal animal. And that will put the fear into people because that breaks every single rule that we know of it. It's like, okay, sharks usually don't, you know, attack things unless they're, you know, flippy floppy and they're never in the shallow end. And then Jaws broke those rules. 
you know, Lake Placid was, you know, crocodiles can't get, the, you know, this big unless they're saltwater crocodiles. And they don't really show, <laughs> you know, intelligence of of actively hunting humans mm-hmm. like they do in Lake Placid. So when they're actively hunting humans and they're larger in the size of saltwater crocodiles, then they are just not prepared for that. That's why I can see those, like, higher body counts and, like, those are definitely creature features. Also, Betty White taming alligators... She put some kind of spell on them. No, they're just she, she, she. Betty, Betty White, White just Betty White the OG is, alligators. All right, she Bet, was around when they were the size of a small house. Betty White is Jesus Christ. <laughs> Betty White went, took Jesus to the prom. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I danced with Judas. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. He didn't ask her. She asked him. He was nervous. But, <laughs> Actually, she just kind of, like, demanded. Which, you know, but on the B side of that, you know, like, where I say that they can go wrong is, like, your giant tarantula movies. Like... Now, you know what? Okay. I like Starship Troopers, damn it. No, 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 no. Those weren't tarantulas. Those were more praying mantis. So, but what I'm talking about is, like, the A and B side of that is B side is anything... Done in the style of Sharknado with like big ass spider invasion. I hate those. But the A side to that is like eight legged freaks. Oh, yeah. Like arachnophobia was good too. Yeah, exactly. Arachnophobia is like a perfect example of that because that was just a larger tarantula. It wasn't gigantic, but you know, the size of your fucking head is still scary as hell and it was smart as hell. So that what? So. That's what I mean, like, slightly larger, slightly smarter, and we're not prepared for that. That that instills that fear. But Sharknado, fuck that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Sharknado, Velocipaster. Oh, Jesus, man. Yes, if you go on to Peacock, look up Velocipaster. I know. I've seen it. I don't like seeing it, but I've seen it. <laughs> so, and with that being said, like, that's what makes good creature features. That That's one of the biggest aspects of this is, you know, I agree with Bobby. It has to have a creature. But, like, on the opposite side of that, where you say it has to have a creature, I'm perfectly willing to accept humanoid-style creatures as well. Your Bigfoots, your creature from the Black Lagoon. You know, I don't think of, like, werewolves as a creature feature, and I know you guys do. Yes and no. It is a creature, but we've already touched on that it's, whole yeah. sub-genre. I see it more as a creature feature, but... A creature, but in its own lane. Like, like it's in the it's in the same category for me as creature feature, but it's definitely going in its own. But it definitely has its own path. And like see, a Venn diagram, that yeah. little sliver that overlaps. And see, and that's yeah. where I disagree. Like I was said earlier, was that like werewolves are. A genre based off the creature, not the creature based off of the genre. Mm-hmm. So it's to me, it's more horror. It's more 
supernatural than it is a, an actual creature feature. But like Bigfoot, that could very well exist. Loch Ness monster movies, those can that can very much exist. You know, the Mothman, that can very much exist. I watched too much TikTok. That song stuck in my head once you said Mothman. <laughs> oh, great! <laughs> but Mothman. <laughs> But that's what I mean when I say, you know, that's why I don't agree with that. But, and I like the same principle, I don't agree that vampires, you know, Frankenstein's monster, zombies, I don't think those are, any of those are creature features. I was actually going to ask you how you felt about the Frankenstein type. I know it's, I know it's referred to as the creature, but. I haven't seen one made like a creature feature. They've all been science fiction-y. Sci- you know, horror sci-fi. The only thing that really came close to it was the movie Victor Frankenstein. With um, Daniel Radcliffe playing Igor. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Which I love that movie. People are like, oh, that movie sucked. No, I absolutely fucking loved that movie. I'm a simple man. So... I loved the... He likes bologna and blowjobs, damn it. (laughs) Simple. So, so I I love the... um, I I love the artistry behind it, and I I absolutely loved just everything about it, honestly. And I even like the idea of them making, like, explaining why they made, you know, the creature larger and with two hearts and all that, and... I like that a lot because it, they they put more science into it than they have like with Mary Shelley. But you know, that is the closest I'd say it'd come to it come to a creature feature. Otherwise, it's always been about mad scientist made creature creature turned bad, but creatures actually good. It is more of like a misunderstanding mm-hmm. to me, and it's more iconic than anything else. Now, are there? like different renditions or different imaginations of Frankenstein's monster that would make it a creature feature. Absolutely. There's a lot of those movies out there and I've seen them all from Gothic horror all the way up to fucking action. I Frankenstein, you know, that's why I like about it. So that's why in a way it's not because it's not saying that, it is it is a creature feature. It's they're taking Frankenstein's monster as a genre. So but like and I hate to say it, but Frankenhooker falls underneath that category too. I was I was gonna also ask about Frankenhooker and Reanimator and Okay, so Reanimator, I can that's why I like walk, talking about Reanimator because it it rides that line. You know, it rides the line between the Frankenstein and the zombies, in my opinion. Yeah, it just it rides that line. But we're going to go ahead and take a commercial break here. We will be right back. Hey, this is DJ, the host of The Slab. And this is Chris. I'm the co-host of The Slab. And do you see a tattoo in your fe- in your future? I know I do. Then we definitely need to go to Tarot Tattoo, located right here in Richmond, Indiana. 711 South 9th Street, to be exact, area code 47374. We'd like to start off by saying that 
we are in no way, shape, or sponsored by Tarot Tattoo. Yeah, we are not getting any money from them at all for doing this. This is a female-ran business, and these women are just an absolute delight to be around. Oh, definitely. They're funny. They're in your face. They're very forward-thinking. They're very accepting of absolutely everybody. So this is the place to go, especially just for the good vibes. Decent prices. You can definitely check out their link to their Facebook and to their and to their website in the description of this of this podcast going forward. Uh, Bobby, who is here with us a lot, actually just recently got a tattoo from there from uh, one of the artists, and it is fucking amazing. It I love absolutely it. looks great. The line work is some of the cleanest line work I've seen in a while around here. So remember, that's Tarot Tattoo in Richmond, Indiana, 47374, 711 South 9th Street. Remember to turn on G and park in the back. And we're back. So, like we were saying before we cut, like the whole Frankenstein's monster and genres and whatnot, that brings up my next question. What are your favorite hand-in-hand genres for creature features? Because I know the slab in a hole is about horror movie culture, and you cannot have a horror movie podcast without talking about like kaijus and these creatures like this. Because they do go hand-in-hand. Even though they're not a horror movie, but they are incredibly horror-influenced. Like, what other, like, genres do you think goes really well with them? Like, uh, creature feature and sci-fi, or creature feature and action, or creature feature and comedy. Definitely sci-fi and action. I say go hand in hand. I can agree with that, too. Yeah, I can, too, because you got your alien franchises and... Like Pacific Rim's kaiju meets action. Kong versus Godzilla, Yeah. Sci-fi action, absolutely. I would love to see a creature feature uh, comedy. Harry and the Hendersons. Yes. I, I already have it. Se- yeah, I already have it set up here in my mind, man. Harry and the Hendersons. Um, E.T. Yeah. Even Gremlins to an extent. Yeah, Gremlins. Absolutely. Oh, I definitely consider it a comedy. Yeah. And a Christmas story. Gremlins is just a good fucking franchise. It really it is. is. Even though they only got two movies. Gremlins is a yes movie. Would you like to watch Gremlins? Yes. What's it about? Yes. When does it take place? Yes. The 80s. Yes. Who's in it? Yes. People. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to you're going to like the Mohawk one until the very end then you're going to realize he's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> and even then, you're probably still going to end up liking him. Like, you're only going to hate him for, like, maybe five minutes. And, of course, you got to, you know, think about, you know, Gizmo, the Mogwai. Yes. Gizmo. Everybody does so Gizmo. You know, Should have been a Pokemon, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they may have done that in later generations. I fucking hope. Just Maybe that's how Ash became a well, world champion. There's Teddy Ursa, the mm-hmm. little grizzly bear looking one. Yeah, but he evolves... I say, I say, if they had like a Mogwai Pokemon, then it's like it gets a plus two buff with water Pokemon, like so it gets sprayed by like fucking Squirtle, and now you're battling a fucking group of Mogwais. 
And if it, you know... If you feed it berries, it... Like a certain type of berries, it evolves into the gremlin. Japan, get on this. I'm sure there's licensing issues. But... (laughs) (laughs) But, like, creature features... Like, creature and hands. Hand-to-hand. I think, you know, creature in action is a great concept because it's entertaining, but you still have that surrealism about it because yeah. action is my least favorite genre, period. Because it's, it puts me to sleep. I, I will fall asleep actively through action movies. I'm very, very picky on action movies. Like kung fu action, I fucking love. Oh, fuck yeah. But I grew up on fucking Steven Seagal. Yeah, fuck him. Jean Claude Van Damme. Je- I love Jean Claude, just not ne- Jean Claude now. And Rob but, Van Damme. Huh, huh, huh. Man, <laughs> I love RVD. But <laughs> enough with the wrestling. <laughs> not for the burping. But <laughs> like action. But that's the only way I'll, I'll actually seek out an action movie is if it's like you know Godzilla Kong or some shit like that. Predator. We will have a Predator episode. Um, <laughs> you know, I will definitely look those out. But... That bullet was bigger than mine. <laughs> I have I have a question here. Creature versus creature. Like, like what that's... we want to see? Yeah, oh, like, okay. like, let's discuss... Like, Uh, Anaconda versus Lake Placid. Who would win? Lake Placid all day long. Nope. Fuck them snakes. I would say Anaconda. Anaconda. I have to go Anaconda. Because, because one... I'm very biased. Because if that alligator hits that death roll on the Anaconda, that leaves a wide open opportunity for that Anaconda just to wrap around and then squeeze. squeeze. Yeah. Yeah. And once that out of once it it gets that squeeze on there, okay. So let let's that I, that bifor that bifor snake. Okay, so in the wild, that's exactly what would happen. An anaconda will clap a crocodile all day long. True. That but, death roll is literally the death of that of that. But let's get a little bit more interesting here. Aside from the saltwater crocodile, so we'll go Lake Placid versus Jaws. Yeah, that's a little bit more of an interesting one on that one because they both showed the same level of intelligence. Mm-hmm. I'm just uh, thinking of how did the shark get in the lake, or did how did the croc get to the ocean? Yeah, that's what that's my question is. Like, wait, what's wait, the wait, setup? Yeah, what's saltwater the... crocodile? It's a thing. I know. Yeah, but are are we in the are are we in a swamp or are we in like a giant open body of water? Oh, open body of water, definitely. So, so like, a couple miles around. Yeah. Yeah, big open okay. body of water. It, it just in I, my head, I was thinking the locations. I would say shark. Like, shark, shark, shark in an open body of water. Well. The croc and... And see, I... The, I, the croc and more of the swampy type. I don't know so much about that, though. You really think about it. Because a crocodile, they're, like, they're top-tier fucking predators. Like, true, they I mean, can't breathe underwater, but they do have a stronger bite, and they have more flexibility than a shark does. But a shark is also only has two purposes in life, and that's breed and eat. That's it. 
Yeah. So if it ain't fucking, it's hungry. And crocodiles are very known to be also very docile. And see that that's where I'm like, I don't know who would win. You can't count either one of them out. They have their advantages and disadvantages. That's why. That's why I put my stipulations on environments. I just know if that croc gets that shark stopped, it's over. Yeah. One bite, you're it's done for. But it's also yeah. Once that shark gets injured, definitely, it's it, it's done for. But, but that shark is also faster than that crocodile. too. Exactly, that shark could easily outswim that croc, get behind it, and. All right. So, and if you guys have a creature versus creature, definitely say it. But I do have another one here. What's up? Bigfoot versus a werewolf. And I'm playing into the fact that you guys think that werewolves are creatures here. Who would win that one? Well, I mean, what do the we Bigfoot. what do we really know about Bigfoot that is like well, like that's solid? Like what Bobby just said, the Bigfoot. Explain why. You got to find the motherfucker first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so assuming assuming that the werewolf can track the Bigfoot down with its superior sense of smell and track because it is a wolf. It's they superior do meet. tracking methods. They're face to face, they're in the woods. So I I had to get that joke out there. <laughs> I still say we really don't know anything solid about Bigfoot though. So it's hard. I, I I can't give a justified answer. Oh, and we and we know more things about the werewolf. Like there pretty... is more lore behind the werewolf than there is Bigfoot. Yeah, but there's been more sightings of Bigfoot than there are of werewolves. Like to your knowledge, have you not been to a furry convention? <laughs> <laughs> no, we won't go down that road. But um, think about this way. Let's just say what we sitting in here know of. So we know that werewolves are cunning. They're super strong. They're super fast. You know, they have an array of weapons to fuck you up with. You know, their teeth, their claws, you know, there's, you know, just their hunting prowess. And we got to think about Bigfoot. They're tanks. They're heavier than the werewolf. They are definitely taller because werewolves have been known to be anywhere between seven and nine feet tall. Whereas Bigfoot have been known to be anywhere between 8 and 12 feet tall. So even if a juvenile versus juvenile, that Bigfoot's still going to be bigger than that werewolf. And they are, like Bobby said, masters of disguise. You know, they could easily win, without pun intended, on, on a guerrilla warfare. They are definitely more intelligent than the werewolf is. Yeah, that was something I was thinking, too. Like, they're going to use... They'll use what they can. Yeah, they'll yeah. pick up a rock and smash them with it. You know, and we're just going to ignore, like, you can only kill a werewolf by, you know, a silver bullet. We're going to ignore that. We're saying that it can't. It is... It is more... It, it is limited to its mortality. Like, you break its neck, it's dead. More lichen. Yeah. So, that does pose an interesting... An interesting fight between the two. Now, I personally would give it to the werewolf. Only because the werewolf, it's a hunter. It's going to go for the throat and it's going to be deadly every single time. And it's faster. I think the key, the key here the werewolf, is that, The werewolf would stalk. 
before it did anything else. Exactly. It, it, it would stalk and it would get to know. It would get to know its prey see, before it makes an attack. I think that also can become very situational as well. Like a werewolf stalking a Bigfoot. Does the Bigfoot know it's being stalked? Oh, is the is the Bigfoot stalking the werewolf that's stalking the Bigfoot? Is the Bigfoot leading the werewolf to a to a trap? Yeah, yeah. Like like to, to more to more Bigfoots, or to like a body of water or something like that. I think it's a uh, big feet when they're in a group. <laughs> big fi. <laughs> Bigites, big feetites. Anyways, so yeah, I, I think that would be an interesting battle to see. Um, I still say the come werewolf. Come on, death battle, get on it. Let's see where. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I get to contact rooster teeth like that. Come on. I still but. say werewolves just based off the fact of uh, stalking. Now I say werewolves too. But I will give it to the Bigfoot. If it gets a hold of the werewolf, it's probably dead. Oh, yeah, it's only got one shot. Yeah, but it it can de- it can deliver that one shot. It lives and dies by Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm still gonna give it to Big or the Bigfoot because I see him as a offshoot of humanoid. Yeah, and humans have that survival instinct. Do anything to keep yourself alive. Use tools. You know, big-ass rock smash, drown them in a lake, you know. Fucking, like King Kong did, use a fucking tree branch and bash its head in. Yeah. Rip its jaw open. You know, it, but these are interesting, you know, interesting to see. Now, do you think Bigfoot, like, in his, like, Bigfoot cave, has got, like, cable TV? Or at least like a VCR player no. or something like set up. <laughs> He's Bigfoot, not Bin Laden. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. But man, Bin Laden was getting the channels you have to pay like forty nine ninety nine for here in the United States. He was getting them for free. What are you talking about? That's not a flex. <laughs> but like yeah. other um, another one to consider. Is, and this is going to be an interesting one, and just keep an open mind about it. Godzilla versus a Megalodon. Godzilla in my book. Oh, yeah, you're stupid to think otherwise. <laughs> yes, they're both. It's just a shark. <laughs> Godzilla has all his atomic breaths, arms. All Godzilla has to do is just drag the shark out of the water. And, and then, just lay it down. It, yeah. <laughs> it just don't, doesn't even like rip its spine out or anything. Just grabs it by its tail, goes up to the bank, drops it, and just watches it die. Dr- <laughs> ju- just far enough to where the tide can't, can't reach him. That's all he has to do. And Godzilla's just looking at him, look what I can do. <laughs> provide, provide sushi for everybody there. Cooked. Anything else you guys can think of? I, um, I got one. What's up? Um, gremlins. Uh huh. Either form. Uh huh. Versus the xenomorph queen. Oh! Alien. Oh! Wow! The yeah. xenomorphs versus gremlins. Wow. Okay. Um. And I don't even have an answer to this myself. Okay. So are we I, talking both gremlins one and two? Yes. All right. So that means that these gremlins have 
possess a very much higher intelligence. They're known for fucking shit up, and they're known for ganging up on people. So they do have that, like, more goblin mob mentality. Now, let's be real. One gremlin on one xenomorph, the xenomorph's gonna rip it apart. No, no, no question about it. But if we bring in Gremlins 2, where they had hyper-intelligence and essentially superpowers, I can see them posing a threat for Xenomorphs on that one. Like, I can see, like, the electric Gremlin shocking one until it blows up and just shit like that. Mm -hmm. But in the same vein, now hear me out. This is going to be my, this is going to be, in all fairness, Xenomorphs do hunt in packs as well. They're all rarely ever alone, not as densely as, and as. Say you have fifteen gremlins to two xenomorphs. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be like it's definitely gonna be something like that. But xenomorphs are more resilient. They're way fucking stronger, and I think their arsenal is gonna be a lot more lethal. Because you got to think about how like gremlins they weren't. They were lethal to humans. But just barely, because they had to get creative. Their claws did minimal damage, so they had to kill otherwise. They had to get creative. But that, that intelligence is what's going to help them out as well. But like a brute force versus brute force, gremlins get clapped every single time. And uh, you said something about the electric one yeah. zapping a xenomorph until it exploded. Mm-hmm. Acid blood takes out everything around it. Mm-hmm. That's not. But how would they know that? See, that's why I'm like, it's an interesting... I've seen, we've seen it in the movies where acid blood explodes and starts dripping everywhere and eating shit. So, say you have 15 little gremlins on one xenomorph, the shocker one shocks it and it explodes, that acid blood's gonna get on the little cute cuddlies or the gremlin form. Alright, I got one. Alright, so, not the creatures from the movie, but... Roddy Piper from They Live. Oh, those aliens? Yeah, Roddy Piper's character. Uh-huh. Versus the Toxic Avenger. Toxie! Toxie. Toxie! No, 10 out of 10, man. Toxie kills him. Toxie fucks. Yeah. Toxie will fuck him up. <laughs> like, no offense to Roddy Piper's opinions. character, because he's a badass, but that's also the fucking Toxic Avenger, man. <laughs> I once seen him pull the intestines out of a fat man, okay? <laughs> With ease. He didn't even have to try. It was like picking up a penny. Okay, so I got Cthulhu a very... Cthulhu versus the Kraken. The Cthulhu. Cthulhu is marginally larger than the Kraken. It's sushi to him. I got one even better. Gremlins. From number one, so no superpowers, and critters. Critters. Why? I I, I want to know why. Don't get me wrong, I fucking love the critters. They're, they're so. just, in my opinion, they're, they're just a little bit more brutal than savage. Right, and give you that, they're more aggressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, when... Like they go for the throat every single time. I think that aggressiveness, that aggressiveness, would overpower the creativity of the gremlins, in my opinion. 
Because the creativity of the gremlins, I think, just stops. It's not necessarily to cause, like, mass panic and, like, chaos and anarchy. It's just being rowdy. I'm going to have to say gremlins. Only because gremlins pose that higher intelligence. So, they know they can multiply. They know that, you know, if shit's popping off, they can create more. So, if they figure out, hey, the critters are picking us apart, but we found out that if you stab them, they die. Well, I'm just going to pass this knowledge on to my clones. And eventually, what it does is it has that... It has that like rapid evolution behind it. Gotcha. But an even more interesting one, ghoulies versus critters. So I don't feel as if I am qualified to answer uh, anything about critters because I haven't seen it in oh, a while. Oh, fair enough. All right, so and it's not as fresh in my memory. Okay, so we'll I say we'll, like Gremlins was. You know, all right, so we'll we'll nix critters for right now. No, you guys can keep on this subject. I'm just saying I don't have an opinion here. So. Well, it's well, it's also not fair for you not to be able to weigh in on this, because otherwise it becomes fifty-fifty. Yeah. Well, if we're going that route, I'll just pick whatever one I think would win. Okay. So, anything else? Can anybody think of any like any like man i'd like to see godzilla versus a t-rex or anything like well okay no i don't cuz t-rex is just it's a gecko to godzilla okay i got a three-way battle then okay hit me with a three-way uh, the monster menage a trois the best version of godzilla okay that could be your personal opinion shin godzilla yes versus the best version of an alien the xenomorph oh pfft. Versus the T-Rex from Jurassic Park 1. God, Godzilla. I'm just having fun yeah. saying fun ideas I yeah. thought would be. Sheer, utter size for Godzilla. He's 90 tons. He He's 90 tons of twisted steel and sex appeal. <laughs> so, I agree with that. Um, we should change his name from Godzilla to Daddyzilla. <laughs> that wasn't very cash money of you. So I agree with the, um, like the, I, I'd like to see them bend the aliens a little bit more. Like, I'd like to see maybe something along the lines of like, how would an alien and a werewolf interact? I would like to see the alien. Versus the creature from Starship Troopers. Ooh, that that is a good one, though. Because they're pretty much both cut from the same cloth. But one's, like, way more advanced. Different planets. But yeah. Like, but they're still alien. A- yeah. A- alienoid. Like a xenomorph versus one of the bugs. Yeah, that, that would be, that actually be a really good fight. I just thought of something. What if face-hugging ability from the Xenomorphs? We could have mixed everything together here. 
Oh, dude. Like a... Oh, you mean like a face hugger fucking like, Bigfoot? Yeah. Oh, oh that is man. fucking terrifying. Because they, I know they and did that Predator. And that's why I said the best version of Aliens. Because they're you know, imagine, always adapting. Imagine a Bigfoot with the fucking tongue from Alien. The zoop from an Alien. That's imagine Godzilla. That just got creepy. Imagine Godzilla with <laughs> it's that a furry ability. tongue. Like that. That's gotta be annoying. A little, <laughs> like a, a little, little ten- big foot head. <laughs> I was thinking like a little teddy it's like bear. Like a pen dispenser. The- <laughs> and it has a tongue. <laughs> I'm thinking of now like, instead of a zoop, you got a zoop zoop. <laughs> I think of like a, like like Smokey the Bear at the end, of it. like a fucking teddy bear at the end of it. Holy! And it growls. <laughs> <laughs> Only it growls like the lion from uh, instead of the Wizard of Oz. Fires it causes it. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that being the next anti-forest fire. Smokey the Bear ad. Fucking a- fucking Bigfoot comes on and then his just little tongue comes out with Smokey the Bear. Only you can prevent forest fires. Presented by Bigfoot. Uh, hey, you guys. <laughs> Damn, that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> But it, it's something I thought of later on, like the, the face hus- hugging ability. Imagine how much badass shit that could create. Yeah, it, it would create its own like new creature. Yeah, next generation. Okay, so think about it this way. Now that we have the verses in there, what is what is a creature you want to see? Like something you don't think has been done or has been done justice. Like whether it be a remake or whether it be like something completely new. Or like maybe a a mashup. Something you would find really interesting that you kind of want to watch. Because mine was a creature from the Black Lagoon being redone by Guillermo del Toro. I think he'd do that movie justice. I think it would be hit a little bit harder. Because, you know, I saw him with Grinding Nemo and I saw him with, you know, with Hellboy. I, I think that would be a wonderful thing. I'd love to see that. He would pay all the homage to the original. Alright, so, bear with me on this. Bearing? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This is more of a wookie than a bear. I can't so. growl like a bear, I can only fuck like one. Yes, you can. <laughs> so, Rob Zombie doing Creature from the Black Lagoon, but without Sherry Moo. Impossible. 
Because you know the creature's going to pop up like, the next words out of your fucking mouth better be some Mark Twain bullshit because it's going on your motherfucking epitaph. <laughs> no, it, I would almost want to watch that because I know it's going to be like... He's going to put his heart and soul into it. Yeah, and it he would be is, really... It's going to be really Southern. I, yeah. it, it, it's it's going to be gritty. That's what I want to see because I, I just want to see... A, Pretty much any updated version of the classic monster flicks, and, you? And, and the creature from the Black Lagoon just happens to be my favorite. Yeah, just leave Sherry Moon Zombie out of it. Yes, <laughs> way the fuck out of it. What Bring about you, Bill Bobo? Mosley in as like a crooked cop. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to catch my breath from uh, laughing too hard at that last segment, <laughs> and then the laughs just kept trickling out. Good times. Uh, and as I was thinking, you never really see a sloth in the oh, in the creature feature. <laughs> Imagine well, if it had actual speed. You know, sloths can actually swim faster than we can. But think about it this way. I wouldn't necessarily make it a fast sloth, but I would make it a giant one. Yeah. Like nine foot. Like, don't make it like to where it's towering the trees, but make it to where he's... Like double or triple its normal size. Make him a carnivore. Like the most unassuming slaughterer. Like, people are going the out... Size the size of a human, I yeah. say. Like, people are going out into the woods to find out what's killing their cattle, and they think it's a, you know, tiger or something like that, so they're strapped and, and strapped and clapped for tigers. But then, you know, they start they getting... Get it's a motherfucking sloth. sloth. Yeah, yeah, they get... They, well, it's, it's a motherfucking sloth! Well, well, you think about it this way. Nobody's gonna... Nobody's afraid of a sloth. Nobody's gonna assume that it's, you know... They will it, be if it's six foot fucking tall. You know, think about them, you know, getting killed by one of the slowest predators. Oh, imagine how long those fucking claws would be if it was six foot tall. Oh, no, they're they're going to move faster than that, Bob. <laughs> so it'll probably just be like, eh. Well, more or less like that fast. Like medium style swing. Just enough to ju- about, just enough for a clean cut. Yeah, but think about a medium sized swing on something that can probably launch a boulder ten feet. So it's gonna launch your ass a good forty. Like you're gonna die by one swipe. Half your bones is crushed. Either that or think about an abnormal sized like anteater. Because anteaters are fucking terrifying. They can kill jaguars with one hit. Their claws are like little six-inch razor blades, and they're strong enough to dig through concrete. A 100-pound and accurate-sized-to-weight accurate honey badger. That, I was that, just thinking honey badger, too. <laughs> honey badgers are their own fucking creature features, and you know this. You don't need to make it bigger. You could literally just make a movie about a rabid honey badger, and it's going to have plenty of source material. Those little fuckers are terrifying. So pretty much just put a trail cam up by a badger hole. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because they live life balls to the fucking wall. I die or you die. It doesn't Honey badgers don't give a fuck. Honey badgers will consume honey 
to the point to where the bees will sting them to death. And they will continue to eat the honey until dead. They don't retreat. They don't give a fuck. (laughs) They will actively pick fights with fucking lions. And they have been known to put down the fucking... African blue buff or African black buffalo, which is like the number three killer in the fucking world because they're the Widowmaker buffaloes and they will actively hunt and beat the shit out of them until they die or grab them by the baby maker. And these things are only like maybe 10 pounds. And like 20, 20 or 30. They small though. They're about, they're not oversized, but they're badgers, you know, but they're, they're terrifying, and they have crackhead determination like a motherfucker. <laughs> like they will chase you the fuck down, or they will, or they will shit on you. <laughs> it's a weasel for God's sakes, and it will whoop your ass. And That's they are a death weasel. And you, and it's they are known for you have one shot to hit them with a machete to kill them, because if you miss that, like one, like. Six inch by six inch squared fucking area on the back of their neck. They're going to whoop your ass after that, because once you hit them, you're a threat and they're not going to eat you, but they're going to attack your vitals. You are not going to be able to defend yourself against a rabid honey badger. See, I just imagine that, but like. Bigger. But like, uh, but like the size of. A bear. The size of Maggie. <laughs> no, a bear. Oh, God. Make it the, If we're going to make it big, make it the size of a bear. But that's it. You leave its intelligence because it's one of the most intelligent mammals walking the planet right now, even including being able to pick locks. Yeah. Smart little bastards. But make it the size of a bear with that same crackhead determination. That would be absolutely terrifying. Because it will be bulletproof. Put that up against a Bigfoot. The, the, the honey badger wins. <laughs> you put a you, you put an eight foot honey badger up against pretty much anything. It's probably going to win, or it's gonna or whatever it faced is going to remember that it didn't give a fuck. Okay, we need to make a video game of like. Of, of like monster creature out everyday average like animals you wouldn't think of like honey badgers and sloths. I wouldn't say a video game necessarily, but like th- think about like think I was thinking about, more like a uh, Mortal Kombat style. No, no, not like a fighting game like that. I'm thinking of, like, if you make a honey badger that kind of creature feature. Like, if we're talking about animals like that, then, like, otters are fucking terrifying. But they're cute and fuzzy and they hold hands. Yeah, they're also river otters will clap fucking crocodiles. Like, think of a gang of, like, 10-foot river otters. Like, and all they're doing is actively hunting predators. Like, they've, you know, fucking... They've killed great white sharks, and, you know, they killed an orca in a pack, you know. 
Yeah. That would be pretty fucking, and like them trying to pick him off, almost like how they did piranhas, except with giant river otters. That would be fucking terrifying. I would die from the cuteness. No. Raccoons. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do anything to alter the raccoons. Just leave them as raccoons. (laughs) They They already a motherfucking gang. Oh. No, hyper-intelligent them. That's it. I feel like you should tell the coon, the coon story. DJ, you're better at telling this story than me. Oh, the, our raccoon experiment? Yeah. Okay, so Bobby and I here went fishing one day. And we were literally catching to, catching to cook. So that was our dinner. So we had to catch something. This is actually in the back of the days where I was incredibly broke. And this was a, this was an option. We had to catch and cook our own meal. And we, we went out to 10, 15. Yeah. We went out to the park and we cleaned up pretty good. Yeah. We got some good sized ones. We actually ended up having a really damn good meal that meal. Yeah. And I got a job that day. Yeah. And it, but it was, you know, crappie nuggets were, were our shit. Ooh, crappie nuggets. But so we went, (coughs) we went to Glen Miller Park and we fished the golf course. Yeah. Okay. And where we had to park was next to the tennis court. And there was this dilapidated, like, farmhouse that was next to the tennis court. Yeah, they done tore that down now. Thankfully. Well, we get done catching our fish, and we had a little tote full of them. And we were walking back, and we get back to the car. And we see a couple of cute little raccoons on the roof of this fucking house. And I know they smelled the fish. They were all just staring at us. So, we started being like dickheads and screaming at him. Didn't scare him off. Didn't scare him off at all. I decided to throw a rock. Figured, oh, it'll hit the metal, scare him off. Nah, nah. More of these motherfuckers showed up. So, eventually, when he was starting to throw rocks at him, we all of a sudden realized there was about a solid 50 to 100 raccoons have now emerged out of this house. It is a gang. We are outnumbered. He and only had like 10 shots in his pistol and I had like two knives. And These so, motherfuckers were catching rocks. Yeah, we threw a rock and one of them fucking caught it. Like it didn't hit the ground they picked it up. No, he just caught it like it was a football. We were like, and we got to get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Because they started inching towards us. And I understand they're just raccoons. But they had us outnumbered. Like, it was a leave situation. Totally a coat hanger situation. Yeah, it was a coat hanger situation. Abort! (laughs) But, but yeah, definitely, um, last question here for everybody. On your top genre lists of horror, where does Creature Feature lie? Like, for you guys. I would put it in my top 10, definitely. I'd even say top five for me. Top three for me. Like, it's midway, but... I love a dumb creature feature movie. I do. I'd love to see how unkillable this thing is. I'd love to see how the survivors survive, or if they even survive. 
I will sit down and watch The Blob, both the 1950s version and the remake, all day long. I will watch The Thing all day long. Creature features are in my top three, absolutely. And I think they still have a home. They definitely have a home today in 2022. I mean, the Kong franchise is keeping it alive single-handedly. And now all these other all these other Kongverse or Godzillaverse monsters are getting ready to get their own spin-offs. So I'm I'm excited about that. I love the Pacific Rim Kaijus, love the movie. You know, uh if you love the movie, there's an animated series. Uh, yeah. Beyond the Rift, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah, I've already seen it. Oh, you have? Yeah, it's great. Suggest, I, I'll yeah, still it's fucking great. It. Yeah. <laughs> so, and there's a YouTube channel I think everybody needs to check out about this. And it's called Goji Center. I and, think we've watched that together. Yeah, and they they he breaks down the more scientific side of everything better than what I can. Absolutely. So definitely go check out Goji center. That's a wonderful YouTube channel. They break down Kaiju monsters and everything that we've talked about, like this monster versus this monster. He's already ran through simulations and like it explains why in better detail, why they would win. So creature features, definitely a good staple of horror. Definitely. Or I would say more of like a best friend of horror or like a really close cousin. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, absolutely. Keep that. That's going to stay alive. It's been alive since, you know, the 30s and 40s when shit like that started coming out. It's done nothing but kept strong. So, absolutely seek out your favorite creature features and let us know. And if and- you don't know where to start, um, Scooby Doo, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the first movie, yeah, Spooky Island. Yeah, yeah, that could, yeah, that's definitely a creature feature. Yeah, fucking cat people. <laughs> <laughs> they look more like rabbits to me, but still, I can see cat people because you know Scooby's a dog, and yeah, well, they also worship the cat god in that one. Mm-hmm. So. With my final words for all of our listener out there, notice I didn't pluralize it. <laughs> for all of our listeners out there, please go to Smokers Lounge Productions at gmail.com and reach out to us and let us know what your favorite creature feature is. I- I'm interested in knowing what it is. Just send me a quick email and I'll try to shout you out best I can do. Or even if you have a suggestion for a topic. Oh, yeah. We'll open for suggestions as well. But until next time, I'm DJ. I'm Chris. I'm Bobby. Bye. Peace.